0: Whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo!
1: Four in a row, victory Monday, just like the Nature Boy. Ric Flair said, whether you like it or you don't like it, NFL, learn to love it, baby, because the Browns are four and one. Andy McNamara, Matt Fleur Jancic, The Dog House, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation, dogs by nature, yeah, Matt, four, four in a row. Old man Phil Rivers, father time came up, smacked him right in the old mouth, and we took it. Four to one wasn't always wasn't always pretty but man especially that doink field goal in matt every other year since 1999 that doesn't take our bounce. this year it did you,
0: it doesn't matter how ugly a win is it's still a win at the end of the day and you're gonna have to win ugly in the nfl sometimes to get where you want to go yep Amen. And that's exactly what the Browns did. They made enough plays to get the job done. And you, as Browns fans, you should be proud of the effort your team gave you because they put it all out there. And they look great at times. They look yeah, at times, but at the end of the day, they got the W four in a row. First four and one start since I was ten. Oh man! So life is good. Man.
1: I, last time they were four and one, I was in grade seven, and I was I was drawing Cleveland Brown helmets on my notebook in class. That's what I was doing. Man, belt. I
0: was in the fourth grade, Ooh. and uh, I was paying very close attention to my football team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it felt so good. It was it was an interesting game, and now it's on to the Steelers. We'll have our preview show on Saturday. Get you ready for that one into Pittsburgh. Try to win there for the first time in Pittsburgh in 16 tries but Matt for this one it was interesting how the Browns pulled it out because the run game kind of stalled and and we had chatted about it and and maybe you know what although we love Nick Chubb and gave him a whole lot of respect maybe we didn't even appreciate him as much as we should because although it came through when it was needed
0: wasn't quite the same was it No, it looked different, and we knew it was going to look different. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, and then you kidded yourself thinking that it was it was going to be just plug and play. Look, they have talent, but you can't necessarily replace a pro bowler in six days. It's a very difficult task to replace him in any time. And I know they're handing off to another playmaker who's capable of going to the Pro Bowl, actually has been the one in Kareem Hunt, but – you took away the thunder of the thunder and lightning combination and you, it hurts, you know, it's, it's going to be a process to learn how to handle Chubb not being there because you've been so reliant on him and trusting that he's just going to be there and put in that work and like effort and have, you know, 12, one or two yard carries and then bust a big one. But at the end of the game, when they needed a big run to move the chains and help seal the win, they got it they from got Dearness it. Johnson. They got so, it. it so while it wasn't the effort you wanted, and it wasn't 307 yards against the Cowboys, when there were plays to be made, they were made, and the Browns won.
1: Yep. And, and, Matt, that's what a good team does. Okay, You're not one-dimensional. If something isn't working, you have to find a way to win. And they did. And that Dearness Johnson run may be the most important of the game. If you don't get that there's a good chance you're punting it back and the Colts have an opportunity to come down the field and beat you, right? So that was a huge, timely run. Baker Mayfield, tremendous first half, two interceptions in the second, but got got banged up. Um, it, it sounds like there, it, it is a rib issue, but Baker says he's going to play. Kevin Stefanski said they'll track it through the week, but it seems at least at this point, Matt, that Baker will suit up. I hope he just, you know, gets a flak jacket or something on because T.J. Watt's going to be gunning for him in the Pittsburgh game.
0: Yeah, if there's one thing that I would have tried to keep under wraps as long as possible, it would have been an injury to my quarterback going into Pittsburgh week. Mm -hmm. I know people saw him shaking his hand loose and struggling to throw the ball late in the game, but I would have been a lot happier if they went into the press conference and said, "For things fine, he'll be ready to go this, that, the third, even if it was
1: BS, BS. Yeah.
0: just to keep somebody else guessing. Uh, obviously you can only hide so much, but that's like the one team, th- there's two teams on the schedule that you could ill afford to be hurt going into. And this is one of them. The other plays on the shores of
1: Maryland. Right, right. Exactly. And I wonder too, Matt, going back to the cream hunt thing for a moment, It's been like he it's been what over two years since Kareem Hunt has been the bell cow, the bulk workload. He came in off that suspension after a long layoff before that as kind of the change of pace guy. And so he was gassed a little bit. So I I wonder if that, you know, this game gets his, his sort of game work boots back underneath him and maybe he looks even better in Pittsburgh. He was still great, but he was he was a bit gassed cuz he, he just doesn't had to have done it in so long.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's obviously a little different going from the relief specialist to being a starter again. It's it, there's a lot to that goes in there. You're going to face you know the the best defenders on the field. They're going to be able to key on you because they know that you don't have Nick Chubb to go to i mean there were a lot of things that that went into kareem's rough beginning to the day yesterday he did not have a good first couple quarters when it came to running the ball but he still found a way to catch a touchdown pass mm-hmm. and make an impact that way and then the running game eventually picked up and he ended up averaging three and a half yards to carry which isn't bad You know, when you carry it twenty times and you gain seventy-two yards, it's not horrible, especially not against a defense as talented as Indianapolis. And you know, this it's a good sound, uh, it's a good building block rather, um, to hopefully improve on and know, you know, what you need to work on this week in practice to get ready for those guys uh, in that city that we don't like to talk about. That's right.
1: (laughs) That's right. Exactly. So Kareem Hunt. Dernis Johnson, 72-32. Overall, 124 yards when you include Baker Mayfield's couple of scampers as well. How about Hollywood Higgins, Matt? Rashad Higgins back. First touchdown pass since his game-winner against Buffalo last season. Three catches, 31 yards. And you know what was most impressive to me? The touchdown catch was great. But the block that he threw late in the game... To me, that tells the coaching staff, you know what? You had Kaderil Hodge in there to block? Well, I can block, I can catch touchdowns, and I'm the better talent. I wonder if that resonates and if we see Higgins moving forward.
0: I hope so. I, know. I really do. All due do respect to Kaderil Hodge and his blocking abilities. Wide receivers are largely on the field to catch the football. Yes, they're receivers. to make things happen down the field. Now, blocking is a part of what they do. But you still have to make plays in the passing game. And that's where Higgins is far and away the better of the two, in my opinion. No question. And it was nice to see him get on the field, get extended time, and show out. It was awesome. Because he has that knack. He had it last year when he was stuck in there, and the first pass he caught of the whole season went for a touchdown. He has a way of – Essentially, thumbing his nose at the the coaches for <laughs> keeping him on the bench yeah. and showing up and playing hard and making big plays, which is exactly what he did yesterday. Another touchdown pass. I I was very happy for him to catch it and. Hopefully, that's one of many. Let's let's keep this train rolling here.
1: Gives you another option. Gives you another weapon. Odell Beckham Jr. with an 18-yard completion to Austin Hooper, who just got clipped when he got hit. Otherwise, he could have gone for a whole lot more. So the wide receivers are uh, putting up some pretty good QB numbers as well. Just to, another interesting way, Matt, to keep Odell involved in the game, right? Make it fun for him. Keep him engaged. I, I, I think Kevin Stefanski, we said it last week. I'll say it again. I think his play calling just mindset and awareness to get certain players involved when and how and in different ways. It's just spectacular.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to maximize the efforts given to your, uh, to your playmakers. When you know a guy can break a game like Odell can in a various amount of ways, you have to be creative in getting him the ball. And the Browns continue to find ways of doing that. And that is, that is very uh, a very good sign for me personally because we didn't see any of that hardly at all last year and new coaching staff and now this is completely different
1: just so different in such a good way like it's so
0: refreshing
1: like w- Matt, we're not used to doing this many victory Mondays in a row here on the doghouse right You're I following-
0: <laughs> think this is a record for the most victory Mondays we've ever done Ooh, in a season no boy. no joke.
1: You know what? Let me think. Let me think. Were we doing the show in twenty fourteen? Because we had a lot of
0: we had a lot of thir- uh, Thursday and Monday wins in there.
1: Right, that's true. You might be right. I was gonna say maybe twenty fourteen, which might have been our first season. Maybe because we were seven and nine, but you, you might be right there. It's it's at least if it's not first, it's a close second for sure.
0: It, it's knocking on the door. Oh yeah, <laughs> just put it that way. Oh, if it man. ain't one, it's a it's a solid two going expl- away. <laughs> absolutely,
1: absolutely. man! And get us on Twitter, folks, at AndyMC81, at Matt We'll give out our game balls for the Browns. 32-23 win at home over the Indianapolis Colts. Let us know who you gets your game ball. Let's move to defense, Matt. Miles Garrett, again. This is the guy who you were expecting. We've been waiting for our first overall pick. This is the guy you gave the mega extension to, Four total tackles, a sack, made Phil Rivers poop himself in the end zone for a safety to throw it away, panicked. That's a 17-year veteran you scared. You scared to throw the ball away and give two points. in a key factor, because that took the game. Nine points took it from just a tying touchdown. The two-point conversion wouldn't do anything. That was a game-changing play. Another game-changing play for Miles Garrett. And now six sacks on the year first in the NFL. Just just another spectacular effort. He he's the team's MVP right now. I don't think there's a question.
0: Yeah, it's hard it's, it's hard to argue against it. I mean, you're starting to hear his name pop up on the on national scale of potentially being an MVP candidate and that would be that would be something, man. For a defensive guy to win that award, you you have to play out of your mind and I think Miles checks that box in spades uh right right now Uh, he's just playing at another level has another gear I mean you you said it like it's one thing to get a strip sack on a rookie who has fumble issues and hasn't really found his rhythm in the pocket yet when they played Joe Burrow it's a completely other thing when you make a guy who's been in the league 17 years look foolish on, on a play yeah like that's that's next level elite talent right there and i don't want to make too much of it because i think phil rivers has been on the steady decline in fact i know he has because i've had him in a few fantasy leagues he's been on a a steady decline over the last three seasons yeah and he is looking like he's on his last leg and it's a shame to see somebody go out like that but he he does not look like the same guy he still barks in at his teammates and has that passion and that fire but the the talent is diminishing yeah
1: it, it is and, and you know it comes comes for everybody right and um let's see hey if i'm not mistaken father times undefeated yeah isn't was ben <laughs> Roethlisberger, were they drafted in the same year were they both 2004
0: am i right in that uh Yeah, I believe so. I think so. Yeah, they were a part of that really good
1: crop of quarterbacks. Let's start getting that decline on Big Ben. Come on. Roethlisberger looked pretty good yesterday. Give him that. Man.
0: We've been waiting for that one for about a half a decade now, bro, and it still hasn't happened yet. So we got to earn that one. we
1: got to earn You know what? That's fine. We want him at the best. I don't want excuses for Pittsburgh fans wearing their pee yellow, waving their rags around and wiping up their tears, saying, oh, he wasn't good. No. No, I want him at his best. Right? We We want him. Bring it. And I don't care if you bring on that. Sorry, go on. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. On that note, I am going to pick a, a bone with some of the national radio reporters that I was listening to over the weekend that was saying about the Browns playing soft opponents over the first four weeks of the season. And all oh, they played the Bengals and they got a rookie quarterback. They played the, the Cowboys who can't stop anybody and they got slaughtered by the Ravens in the first week and this, that, and the third. And they basically tried to poke holes in all of the Browns' victories. Here's what I would say. Yes, the Browns' opponents have not been the greatest, but every time the Patriots beat the Dolphins mm-hmm. or the Jets, we act like they won the damn Super Bowl.
1: Four times a year for 20 the years. The Browns are Four winning, times.
0: The, the Browns are winning – the games that are on the schedule. Mm-hmm. They are beating the teams that they should beat. Yep, They beat a team in Dallas that they should not have on paper been able to beat
1: Our underdogs
0: and they still went out there and did it. So, you know what? All this nonsense about, oh, the Patriots are so great because they've had like a 30 game winning streak against the Dolphins. And I know it hasn't been that long, but it's, it's been a lot, you know, they've, they've, run rough shot over the Jets. Oh, that just means they're such a great team. If it works for that, then it has to apply to every team. And in this case, on a four game winning streak against I would consider to be pretty decent competition, at least the last two weeks, with Absolutely. Dallas being able to put up a boatload of points Best defense and Indianapolis in the NFL. defense being tough like these wins mean something to us in cleveland so i would just you know like to raise a glass and cheers to those reporters and say you know what keep freaking doubting this team please because when cleveland is doubted they their teams find a way to handle their business when expectations are high we tend to fall short but when we're underdogs and were counted out and were doubted and disrespected, that's fine. We'll talk to you at the end of
1: the season. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Exactly. Yeah, Patriots got to play. And listen, there's no debate how good they are in the history. We don't have to go over that. But you got to play terrible Buffalo Bills, terrible New York Jets, and terrible Miami Dolphins for all of Tom Brady's run. Matt, my math isn't great, right. but that is six games. You essentially six got six three wins a year. Six. <laughs> six wins. So if you get six wins handed to you every year, yeah, you're, you're going to win the division. You're going to get a bye, probably. And that's an easier path. Again, yeah, you just play the games in the schedule. I don't blame the Patriots. I don't hold that against them at all. But it's got to be good for both sides. I love the doubt, and I hope it keeps coming. Ronnie Harrison was a beast. How about him showing up with a, with, with a pick six? You love that. Then he gets injured. Sheldrick Redwine comes in with an interception. Now, Matt, we got to get to the injury front, though, because um, it looks like Ronnie Harrison, I believe... We're is starting in, to
0: add up a little bit. Yeah,
1: like like Ronnie's <laughs> in, in concussion protocol, so you hope that that can be cleared and he'll be good to go because, boy, that defense looked a lot better with him in. Um, Andrew Sandeo looks like he's been playing with a concussion for the whole year, and he remains in there, number 23. <laughs> good gravy. Um, the one that's really concerning... Wyatt Teller week to week, rather than day to day, with a calf injury, he was going at an all-world pace. Um, Chris Hubbard looked pretty good in in uh, relief, though, so at least uh, hopefully there's not too much of a drop off with Hubbard going into guard for Teller.
0: Yeah, I like Hubbard a lot better as a guard. Me too. As a tackle, yeah. Um, He seems like he's kind of a a pulling guard mentality to me. Like he's, he just seems like he has that that nastiness to play interior like he's a he's a sweetheart of a person like just a good dude but when it comes to football and you put him inside the tackles rather than at the tackles he becomes like a different person he Hmm. cleared a lot of ways he uh, yesterday he was pulling he actually he's the one that opened up one of the earnest uh, big runs in the game yeah so uh, he he's definitely capable of doing the job and He's going up against a team that's going to be pretty familiar. Uh, he's going to be pretty familiar with yep. in the Steelers because that's where he came from. That's where so he came from. I'll be interested to see how that works out. Obviously, the injuries are starting to stack up a little bit, but I think what's a telling stat is the guys who continue to play through, you know, the nicks and bruises that in previous incarnations of this franchise. When those started to add up, guys started to miss like three, four weeks, mm-hmm. you know, this, that, and the third. But now that this team is starting to establish itself as being a legitimate contender, contending team, now all of a sudden, guys like Sheldon Richardson are busting their tails to <laughs> Funny that get happens. back on the field. They're 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 fighting with the training staff to let them go play. You know, Jarvis is literally crawling off the field one down, and then on the next possession, he's catching a another 18 yard pass down the field in spectacular fashion guys are really playing hard and they're playing through some issues that in past years when this team was irrelevant on the league scale they didn't play or they didn't play as long as they're trying to play now and I think that's a testament to Stefanski and the culture he set and the guys like Baker Mayfield like Miles Garrett, like Nick Chubb, that show up, do their damn job every single day, try to get better, respond to the adversity, don't let it become a burden that crumbles you. They just do what they're supposed to do, and they fight to get on the field.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's, Hell, Denzel it's amazing. Ward, too. I it's, mean, look yeah. at what he
0: did. He played, uh, oh. you know, he's played hurt. He played like all all the snaps against Dallas. Almost and had an he interception. Was not anywhere close to hundred percent.
1: Yeah, almost had another interception. Uh, speaking of corners, Greedy Williams finally put to the IR some nerve issue in his shoulder, so he continues to be out. And Matt, before we pick the the game ball, a couple stats coming from Jake Trotter. Take for them what you what you will. But according to ESPN's efficiency rating, the Browns are the fifth best team in the NFL right now. Number four offense, number nine defense. 27 special teams, Ugh, gotta improve that. Uh, not for my boy Cody though, huh? Cody Park, you never doubted him, Matt.
0: Cody doing yeah, the right way. Yeah, he's the lone bright spot on special teams. Woo. That coverage unit got cooked yesterday. Oh yeah, they
1: got they got shaken baked there. But you know what? Something to improve on. Something to keep going, Matt. Let's give out our game balls. We're up against it, and we'll uh, get on out and then get ready for the Steelers.
0: Who gets your game ball? Jarvis Landry. Nice. Nice, No doubt in my mind, Jarvis is one of the toughest cats in the in the locker room. Just a guy that goes out there and does his work. Uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law last week watching the, the Cowboys game, and I said, you know, he looked at me and he said, you know, I love Jarvis. I said, you know, he's the guy that everybody, every team wants to have on their roster. A guy like that. A guy that's just a warrior mentality that's going to bust his ass during the week during the game, literally crawl off the field and then walk back on it to get get out there. Tough as nails. Hats off to you, Jarvis. I, I'll
1: never disagree with that. I'm going to give it to Ronnie Harrison wanted him to make an impact, wanted him to get more work, wanted him to be more involved. Dude gets a pick six. Just hope that concussion isn't too serious and he gets back in. Ronnie Harrison, that's the type of game changer that you're able to get. Again, hats off to Andrew Beer. That's a heck of an acquisition. Hopefully it's even better. But the Browns are four and one. Hit us up. Let us know who gets your game ball for the Browns. 32-23 win over the Indianapolis Colts at AndyMC81 at Matt Fleurjancic.
0: Matt, tell people where they can find your work. Uh, MattFlorjansik52.wordpress.com. I post all my links to Twitter, so follow me there, and you'll be able to find uh, all the Brown stories that you can uh, you can dream of.
1: Excellent, love it, buddy. All right, Victory Monday. Let's enjoy, it, and we will see you back here on Saturday on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature.